0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Indeed, and a welcome to you on this
1: brisk Saturday morning. Creative Cafe from the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And Kristen is with us! Yes, I am. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I
2: am great this morning, thank you.
1: Good. Me too. I've had about as much coffee as I think people want me to have. Okay. Uh, All right. You know, because there's there's that limit. Yeah, there's a note in your file. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only so many cups, and if he looks like he's going downstairs to get more, keep him from going downstairs to get more. Gotcha. So, all right. Well, let's let's get it started. Who uh, who do we have this morning?
2: Yes. Well, this morning we are still celebrating the Community Arts Awards, and I have with me the recipient of the Theodore Cooper Award for Distinguished Volunteer Service. I know, <laughs> Judah. Gismondo. good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you very much. Welcome to you. Both. (laughs) So, uh, welcome to the Creative Cafe. What is your favorite morning beverage?
3: Well, it seems that I'm bucking the trend here because my standard morning beverage is hot water with squeezed lemon, and ginger slices. there we go. (laughs) Yeah, that actually sounds very refreshing. It's uh, good for digestion, inflammation, a lot of vitamin C. Not quite the kick of coffee.
2: That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, yes, well... So you've been in uh, the community of Kalamazoo for a while. This award, um, the Arts Council gives it out, but you were actually nominated by Wellspring and Dancers, and I know you've been with them, I think, over 20 years. 26 this 26 year. 26 this year. That's fantastic. That's a long time to volunteer for a group. You must have a deep love Very deep love and a long connection. Okay. So how long
3: have you been in the community of Kalamazoo? So I was born and raised in Richland. Okay. Our neighbor to the east. I actually live there now also. Um, But my mom went to Central, grew up in Kalamazoo, and her mother had a bakery. My father was a partner in that bakery. Irway's Home Bakery used to deliver all around Kalamazoo and to Western. So our focus was Kalamazoo a lot. A lot of activities in Kalamazoo.
2: Okay. And you volunteered not just for Wellspring. I know you volunteered for several other organizations. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about where else um, you've volunteered? Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
3: I think my first volunteer participation, I was gone for 20 years and came back. Um, was my Neighborhood Association secretary. So Wildwood Association, I was the secretary. Then um, American Cancer Society puts on the Relay for Life. My son, Gabriel Jerome, is a cancer survivor. And so we participated in Relay for Life. I formed teams to fundraise and be involved in all those activities for several years. And after that, um, I worked at the Kellogg Foundation. I I was away for 20 years, came back in 91, which is a little bit of part of my Wellspring history that we'll get to, (laughs) and uh, uh, worked for the Kellogg Foundation in Battle Creek. So Battle Creek had a corporate cup, and Kalamazoo's uh, um, version of that was called the Corporate Olympics, and that was a health, wellness, community building activity uh, that involved teams from each of the corporations and organizations and nonprofits would come together over a weekend and do different activities like biking, running, tennis, golf, tug-of-war, different things like that, promoted community spirit and a little competition. And so I was head of the um, bike team for many years for Kellogg Foundation. And they also coordinated our whole event over a few years. So, and then Kellogg Foundation supports uh, WKKF Community Kitchen, which is uh, an event where we, the staff fundraise all year. Kellogg Foundation matched money we donated to it, but we did all kinds of fundraisers and then created, made a breakfast, uh, Chris, uh, a Christmas Day meal for people in the community who couldn't afford or have the opportunity to do that. So that involved getting up sometimes at 4 in the morning and starting that meal, creating gifts for all of them, packages of pet food for those who had pets Mm -hmm. is a big deal, and it still goes on, although due to COVID that took a hiatus. Borges run for the health of it. was a team leader for many years of half-marathon running groups. Loved it. We ran all winter. You might have seen us out on the streets on Saturday mornings running through sleet snow, S-N-O-W, snow. Kalamazoo Area Runners. Kalamazoo Area Runners has been in Kalamazoo for a long time. They do the Kalamazoo Classic. And I helped establish a leg of that organization in Battle Creek Mm -hmm. called CAR in Battle Creek, Planned, visioned, and implemented that, and it's been going for a decade now. Wow. Um, and Speak It Forward is my mm-hmm. son's nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work with youth and adults in the community to, um, it's dedicated to transforming, uplifting, and empowering youth and adults through the arts. Um, also, do mindfulness training and grass, grassroots movement building actively opposing racism. Yes, and a community. member of the Arts Council. And I was going to say, <laughs> they are a member of the Arts Council. And in our 10-year, we started in 2009. I was president for nine years. I'm secretary now. Mm-hmm. In 2019, our 10-year anniversary, we were awarded by the Arts Council, right. the Community Medal of Arts Epic Award. Right. And Wellspring.
2: And Wellspring, yes. And so 26 years at Wellspring. Yep. And uh, so that we have time to get to it, because I want to make sure the the community knows about this. You are actually a trained dancer.
3: Yes, I am. So the history of that, my parents were circus performers. So I begged to learn. They retired because of World War II, but my uncle would come up from South America, my dad's brother, and he ran away from home, the classic story, to join the circus. He continued on. When he would come up with his family, I would beg to be trained. So I actually started performing in middle school and high school as part of circus act with them aerial work and so that got me the bug of performing when i went to western it was my first exposure to modern dance clara gamble and wendy cornish Mm -hmm. were my inspirations clara brought eric hawkins to kalamazoo for a two-week residency and that was it When I graduated, there was only one option for me. I had to go to New York City and study with Herrick. I studied for several years. I became a master teacher for him at the studio and also helped administratively. And then I eventually started my own school and performance space in a a loft on 20th Street Mm -hmm. called the Dance Place. So Corey and I became very close friends during that time. She choreographed on me early in her choreographic career. She came to Kalamazoo in 81. I went to India or I I yes, to study meditation and yoga and then came back to Michigan in 91 and they asked me to join the board in 95. So that's when I started with Wellspring and I switched from dance to
2: yoga. Okay.
3: <laughs> so that's my history there.
2: Wow, that is uh, um, quite an amazing history. And, and everything that you've done for the community, as far as all of the different organizations that you've volunteered your time for, they all sound like they're, kind of, they're a passion of yours and that mm-hmm. you have a true love for this organization and what you do for it. So I, I uh, really think I, that there is not a more deserving person this year for the uh, Cooper Award than you. This has been absolutely Fantastic. So if you could just leave us with a little bit about why volunteering is so important to you. Absolutely. Um, It's one of the best ways that I know of to give back
3: to my community. It offers me an opportunity to share my skills and expertise and experience uh, with organizations and individuals, actually, because there's a lot of mentoring that goes on as you have more experience in working with various organizations. And it's a way to help impact and benefit our community. And the secret of volunteerism is that it gives at least as much, if not more, back to you than you give as a volunteer. It's incredibly fulfilling.
2: Those are sage words. Judah Gasmundo, thank you very much. Uh, Judah is the Theodore Cooper Award uh, recipient for Distinguished Volunteer Service for 2021 Community Arts Awards are happening on December 7th at 5.30 on Western Michigan University's campus at the Shaw Theater. If you want to come in person and congratulate Judah yourself, you can RSVP at kalamazooarts.org.
0: The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo supports more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. They provide resources, assistance, and a place to connect, keeping our arts community strong and vibrant. Throughout the pandemic, they remained open, providing much-needed funding to help bridge the gap for artists who were shuttered from their livelihoods. 247 members were served, and $351,000 was granted back into the community. Working hard to provide meaningful programming, the Arts Council connected artists with over 80. 22,000 community members through virtual art hops, concerts, and town halls. This impact was not possible without the generosity of supporters like you. Please consider a gift for this holiday season to the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You can go online at kalamazooarts.org donate to make your contribution. Support the Arts Council. Support the Arts. You're listening to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: Thank you, WKZO time 818, 49 sprinkly rainy degrees in Kalamazoo, and we are back for part two of Creative Cafe, and now it's Bianca! No. How are you?
4: I'm great, how are you? I'm um, <laughs>
1: Some may say I've had too much coffee this morning, but I don't think so. I don't believe the operative phrase, too much coffee... is in my wheelhouse. So just just saying. Yes, so
4: yes. So we have guests. We do have guests, yes. And um, I didn't have any coffee this morning, but um, I had some some water. But I'll be getting coffee afterwards okay. for sure, yeah. So my, my drink this morning was water first. Um, but we do have some two lovely guests with us today. Um, Arts Council of Greater Kamazoo is just so um, excited to have both of uh, a professor and a, B, uh, a BFA student. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. When I was at Western, it was a little different uh, <laughs> in theater, but yes. And uh, so I'm going to have them introduce themselves first, and um, I just first want to open up that uh, we are uh, going to be talking about our November Art Hop with our celebrating our students uh, for November third. From 5 to 8 p.m., and we have been able to collaborate with Western Michigan University Fine Art Department. And we have some live people in the studio that are gonna be actually talking to us about it directly. And uh, so I'll have. Um, Hi, I'm
5: Patricia Villalobos Echeverria, and I teach art at Western Michigan University.
6: Hi, I'm Ian Ludi, and I'm a BFA at Western, uh, focusing on sculpture.
4: Yes, yes. And um, Patricia, I've been able to work with you um, this past month or two uh, with some of your students. And I know that Ian uh, is not in your class right now currently, but um, we're going to get him plugged in for, for definitely for sure. Um, talking about uh, showing in Art Hop and be able to show his work. So the Arts Council, again, has had the pleasure of hosting many WMU students over the years at Art Hop. <laughs> This year is a little different, okay. Um, so, what's different for you and your students this year, Patricia?
5: Well, you know, we were we've been so grateful to be able to collaborate uh, with the Arts Council, and actually, Ian, uh, I think you presented with the Arts Council in the fall of twenty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and back then we were online. So I think what's super different is that we're going to be in person. So, we're, you know, the current students are super excited about doing that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just awesome to be able to meet the public. It's an excellent ex- experience. And mm-hmm. how Ian, you can talk a little bit about what that was like when we were online. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
6: it, was, it was nice to still be able to get work out there and show it and um, sort of still have uh, an avenue to do that, even, mm-hmm. even though because the community is so important to be able to share work with others and without that um just totally by yourself so yeah yeah it's it's great to have that opportunity so i'm hearing that
4: we had to get creative right you know and this is creative cafe so um let me just take a little pause really quick because i did i cannot miss this question patricia what is your drink of choice in the morning
5: oh coffee for sure. I've already
4: had two cups.
5: Uh, we're, you know, Ian, uh, he was already caffeinated. We are ready to go. Like just black
4: coffee? Or oh,
5: no, no. It's, just, it's really mostly milk with a little bit of, you know, okay. Latin,
4: you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> a little cafe
6: con leche. Ooh, yes, yes.
4: Ian, what about you? Do you like the straight?
6: Personally, strong black coffee. All right. Just like they make
4: here. Yes, absolutely. Strong silent type. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Love it. So we had to get creative, obviously, with our our virtual. Um, And Ian, thank you so much for reminding me that you were with us during our virtual time, too, as well. We had a really great time curating all those artists and were able to create that community, uh, which was fantastic. And even, Patricia, right now, your class is virtual, um, and yeah. I spoke with them virtually too as well. Yeah,
5: we this is the first time we meet in yes. person, which is
4: awesome. Yeah,
5: and uh, yeah, we uh, we right now we are uh, doing everything online, mm-hmm. but the current roster of students is really great as well.
4: Yes, absolutely. Now, Ian, can you tell us a little bit more about the the medium that you do, the work that you do, um, and yeah, what. Absolutely. What kind of sculpture? Yeah, mm-hmm. so
6: right now I'm working with a lot of um, digital technologies like 3D modeling and and CNC milling and 3D printing mm-hmm. um, to create works about sort of uh, digital problems. So I'm, I'm working on a show that's upcoming for my senior thesis um, called Digital Analogs. So mm. I'll be creating wearable prosthetic analogs and using them in kind of performance pieces like props mm-hmm. and exhi- exhi- uh, exhibiting the... Um, documentation of that and the pieces themselves so Mm -hmm, that'll mm -hmm. be in april of of 22 um so
4: that's so awesome and you actually showed me you know one of your pieces this he was so even was just prepared he showed me his piece this morning i was like all right that class (laughs) (laughs) exactly so kudos to our professors who do a great job paving the path and leading the way so now the piece that you showed me um that that's made off of a three D, a digital machine, yeah, right? Because correct, yeah. was that done at Western? Because I've been to where they actually do those. They um, do have
6: a huge uh, array of different machines, which is kind of what inspired me to have the confidence to pursue. Um, mm-hmm something like this, using the, all the technology to create the show. Um, mm-hmm. I also feel like Western's curriculum has been really nicely focused on incorporating the digital, which is really relevant right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Especially for sculptors. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's been really great to start to break into that and make work that feels like it's kind of, of very much of this time using um, these very unique and new kind of groundbreaking technologies. Yes.
4: Yeah. And, you know, just sitting here right now listening to Ian – and Patricia, having you in, um, in with us this morning, it's so inspiring because, you know, you hear phrases like, you know, young people are the future, but you really are. Ooh. Like, you know, I, I did not grow up. Uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that back in the day, but it's all right. <laughs> but I didn't grow up with that. Um, just type of knowing of, of art and technology. Um, and it's really just like you said, becoming just more and more popular and um, we need you. <laughs> you know, we, we need you. Um, so I'm super excited to um, continue to um, seed into our students here in Kalamazoo with our programs that um, support um, students. We have now, Ian, if you're not a member at the Arts Council, we have a student membership. OK, <laughs> so you got to come over <laughs> and get your okay. membership. OK, because yeah, we'd love to have you. Um, so uh just um, kind of making sure that we're um, getting to more of our discussion. Um, what are what are students looking forward to um, after this year with their work, Patricia? What do you think? What 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 what, what are students kind of talking about? Um, just in the midst of everything? Well, I think a lot of
5: them are super excited to be able to be in person and mm-hmm. just be able to have exhibitions be in person once again. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our students are, just like Ian, they're finalizing research and producing work for graduating exhibitions, whether they're mm-hmm. a Bachelor of Fine Arts or a BA. Most of them are going to be doing exhibitions at the Richmond Center, just like mm-hmm. um, Ian is going to be, so at the Frostic School of Art, yes. every student has sort of like a capstone project. If they're a BFA, they have to have an exhibition, mm-hmm. and it happens at the Richmond Center. It's at the, the you know, the, the student, we have a beautiful professional yes. um, gallery, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome, the experience of doing Art Hub is very different and really unique for our students because mm-hmm. it allows them to really face the an audience. Yeah. Outside is of class. Exactly, outside yeah. of the university. Mm-hmm. And just having that opportunity has been immensely um, gratifying and really
4: edifying for our students. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it was a pleasure just talking to them about the process uh, because, you know... You still are very raw as a student, and um, the thought of even getting your work out there in the public um, outside of your professor's eye or your your colleagues or your peers is a step <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is a step so. and
5: having you come and talk to our students was mm-hmm. amazing because mm-hmm. they were able to see their work from a different lens from a different mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. So. And we'll have some of those students that
4: will be with us. That I know too. we have
5: twelve talented artists. They're yes. going to be in a variety of different mediums. We have ceramics, paintings, ceramic sculpture, mm-hmm. photography, and print media. And their works are going to be at the Weston uh, mm-hmm. Gallery in the Ep- Epic Center, mm-hmm. and also at uh, Webster's. Yes, at Webster's, Webster's Prime, Prime right yes. at the uh, Radisson. Yes, so right out. upstairs <laughs> on the
4: third floor. And um, we'll have signage out so that people can navigate navigate through um, the streets and and to those spots. Uh, so I think also too, you know, our hope with connecting with students like Ian is is that they feel like they have a place here in Kalamazoo after graduating. Like you don't always have to go here and go there and go here to have an opportunity. And I think sometimes. Um, you know, students forget that, that there are a lot of resources here, and the Arts Council is one of them. And yeah. obviously you have great professors and and um, that can help guide you in that, too. Well, yeah, and also it makes them part of the community in which they live. Absolutely. So you get to invest back into the community as an artist. Come on, that's Love amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, and Ian, what are you, just one, one thing you're looking forward to, Next year, you got a lot going on. Um,
6: I'm just super excited to be, um, kind of back in person at Western and wrapping up in my final year. Yes, and getting to see my peers make wonderful work and having discussions with them and interacting. So, looking forward to having that experience hopefully outside of Western too in the community with my peers. And Absolutely,
4: well. and if you want to, um, you know, see more of our students for uh. That we're talking about, like Ian today, please make sure to come out November for November third for Art Hop at five o'clock to eight p.m. Two locations that we're um, really cultivating our our students from Western are the Western Gallery at the Arts Council Greater Kalamazoo and also at Webster's. We also do have some young talent that are going to be at Stamped Robin with Soul Artistry. Um, so we've got two young uh, teenage. Um, girls who are going to be showing their work too so that's that's awesome awesome. so thank you so much to both of you for being with us today and i look forward to connecting with you more thank Thank you you. thank you you. you.
1: and thank you for joining us for this edition of creative cafe a presentation of the arts council of greater kalamazoo join us each and every saturday after 8 a.m for a visit to the creative cafe up next local news then we'll join Roger Taylor for Bird Watch on 590 106.9 FM WKZO.
0: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Supporting the arts has never been more important than it is right now. As the lights of theaters and galleries brighten for the first time in 20 months, artists in all disciplines are looking to reconnect with their patrons, volunteers, and donors. of all arts organizations are nonprofits, relying heavily on donations and volunteers to accomplish their mission. Volunteer work alone accounts for $9.5 billion annually in the arts economy. We can do our part to support those points of connection and creative expression in our community. So when you're ready, the Arts Council invites you to see a show in person, volunteer your time at a local arts organization, or be a part of a show. Now you know. Join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer.